0: In Duna, there is a kiss that might have changed my life. Yang SAO, welcome to Afternoona Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, romance novelists and your K-Romance guides. So grab some deck bokeh and listen to your new favorite un Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. How is everyone doing? Gangs back together. Well, yeah. It's been a
1: minute. I know. And I had a revelation that three years ago is when we were watching Crash Landing on You. Yep. 100%. It was when we, it was
2: when we got Megan to start watching Crash Landing on You.
0: And it was soon never after. the same. Yeah. Never been the soon same. Soon after that this little <laughs> thing
2: happened in January
0: of yeah, 2021. So it's, it's been 3 years.
2: I can't believe we it. started.
0: Yeah. I know. It is pretty crazy. Uh so it is 2023 and we are closing out the year by watching Singles Inferno. <laughs> As we should. Singles Inferno 3. 3. Because it's the best thing that Korea has produced. so Amy has not started yet so I don't want to say much about it I just want to say that they changed it up okay so it's a little different they have some new rules they said that there was going to be a bigger contrast between uh, Inferno and Paradise and that is the truth and it's just Mm -hmm. look it's such slick production the people are interesting And the changes they made are chef's kiss. And I could not be happier. (laughs) So, you know, I, by the time this podcast comes out, I think there'll be maybe five episodes out. Not the whole thing. But uh, as as of recording right now, there's three episodes out. I watched all three. I'm obsessed. I just, I, I'm just so excited. (laughs) So, So I'm
1: watching three tonight. So episode three is waiting for me. I watched episode one and two last night with my eight-year-old and my 13-year-old who were like, I don't want to watch this stupid show. 15 minutes in, they were screaming at the TV. (laughs) And today when I picked up Poppy from school, she was like,
0: tonight, do we get to finish the show? Are we going to finish the show? I was like, hell yeah. I love it. Yeah, you betcha, because it's great
1: loosely without any context to characters or anything there was a character who presented at the beginning to me like a goober I was like no I'm not into it and now I'm like deeply into it
0: Mm -hmm. I was like a 180 in just no time at all Mm -hmm. oh I'm just I'm just loving everything so I yeah can't wait till the the next episodes come out. It's just, it's just great television. I don't know what else to say. And as someone, I do not watch dating shows. Well, I, okay. Well, we know about Slave my I of love. I've, yeah, okay. So I watched some VH1 dating shows in my past, okay? But uh, I don't, I have not watched like a modern dating show and I don't even know. Um, no, you know, I've never I've, watched okay. The Bachelor. Yeah, I'm not out here watching The Golden <laughs> Bachelor. So
1: here's my challenge to you because I cannot do this pitch singles inferno to me to make me want to watch it if i'm just a layman because i just keep telling people watch it i can't explain it
2: i don't i don't know though because so when you guys watched it the first year i was not interested because i was like i don't do dating shows and i just was like fine with you guys watching it and then when they hit a season two i'm like fine i'm just gonna check out the first episode and that's all it took. Like I, I feel like that's the only way to sell it is if you don't like dating shows, just sit down for the first episode. And if you still don't like dating shows, then fine. But I, it will change your mind.
0: It will change. Because I, I am a convert. It's, I would say one of the attractions to it is, well for, it's Korean. And so yes, it's Korean course. dating conventions. And the way that Korean dating conventions, and just overall uh, dealing with formal, informal language, uh, those nuances are what make this so good. And, you know, I know, you know, Korean culture is very focused on age and occupation. And so one of the best things about the show is that you cannot reveal your age and your occupation until you match with someone and get to go to paradise which is just like a really fancy hotel room and it's really great because you have all these people on like an even playing field who are not used to being on an even playing field and they're all so like they they do a really good job at getting interesting characters and people um in a variety of different professions so i think this year there's really like a good variety so far uh and so yeah, it's putting it's putting people in this even playing field, matching them, and uh, and and it's just even them sleeping in the same room is like considered pretty forward, and it's just fantastic. And they're all like, I mean, some of these women are like straight up Barbies, like I like built built like Barbie, like what gene pool. Let them look like Barbies. And I'm like a bow legged potato. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> like, here's the thing, that, and no here's the thing that I find jarring. They do
1: this for the show. They do it for the show, so I acknowledge it. But the confident statement that yeah. they make at the beginning I mean, that's pretty typical to dating shows. And it's really sat with me because I'm like, I feel like I'm a confident person. Like, just by nature, I feel confident in most places. Mm-hmm. and I also feel like I have been so indoctrinated, like it would cause me physical pain to sit in a chair and just talk about what hot shit I am and like how awesome I am and what makes me the best. It would really like, that's something. And I think that ha- doesn't this happen in all dating shows, like where you have the moment where you hype and you're like, I am the so-and-so
0: and I have the prettiest smile. Mm-hmm. And, I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, And there's just something about these women who are wearing like, demure clothes and they're just like all oh, the guys hit on me every man i meet has a crush on me look at my dimples and i'm like you know what girl go on you tell them because you do but look then they great. get in their bikinis and you're like holy damn and you're like oh they're how and they're all <laughs> i love it because there's it's that but us but once a pilates instructor again and we all know our one of our favorites from season one was a Pilates instructor. Like, wh- who are these? P- I want to go to one of these Pilates places in Korea. I don't because I will be the potato on the floor. Yeah, I'll be the bull-legged <laughs> potato, sweating. Yeah, my daughter at one point was like, anyway, "I don't it's know just titties
1: I like. Like, do I like his titties or who's got better titties, him or her? I don't know." And I was like, "Honestly, this is a mystery for the ages. We'll never know." Just right. a good day for yes, titties. All, just a good
0: day for titties all around. It is. All great titties. They that all that been, is how you sell singles Inferno. A good day for titties yeah, all around. Day. There you go. <laughs> and like men who are like, I have broad shoulders. Then this, like, have broad shoulders. then this other guy's like, I have broad shoulders. And then this other guy's like, I have the broadest shoulders of them all. Okay. It's like Goldilocks. So one thing I'm going to just
1: say, because it's on my heart, and it's not really a spoiler. I've never seen people
0: eat carrots like i saw people eat carrots that was wild that was wild that they were eating carrots like apples i was like you can slice them or like
1: like the, what the is like slow licking chew of a carrot like
0: i mean there was just many the carrot yeah. the carrot techniques were all over the place I, I agree i was also fascinated by that and the way they cut cucumber was also fascinating how do they so, cut cucumbers yeah. it was just they were well I, they were just like big, kind of like weird slanted chunks, like not like slices. Like I was like, just slice it <laughs> like cucumber slices. That was just very weird. Anyway, uh, so that's just a little little segue into kind of what we're what we're, you know, I can't think of a better way to bring in the holidays than singles. <laughs> <and Raps. laughs> I'm so pleased. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so today's episode is going to be a little bit of, I would say like a wrap of 2023. Um, we're just going to talk a little bit about some of our favorites from the year. And, uh, Sarah from Afternoon Asks, uh, was nice enough to do a little poll of some of our listeners. I think they were Patreon members. So we have some responses from them as well, which is kind of cool, um, so we can kind of let you know uh, thing what they have to say. So... Um, and as always, in the comments, we want to hear your
2: answers about, you know, what we talk about tonight for, for you, if you weren't part of the Patreon poll.
0: Yeah. And, like, so I guess, first of all, was, Cade, was, was it a good year for you guys? Like, would you overall say, you know, were you happy with the dramas you watched this year, uh, I guess, in relation to other years? I know we haven't been at this that long. But it has been three years.
2: Good. Is I mean, yeah. and I, I've never like I've never analyzed my television watching before now because it's right. never been this good. Right. And and now it's really, really good. Um, yeah, I think I think it was a good year. I, I feel like. I feel like nothing is ever going to like, you know, it's hard because I, I feel like it's really hard to recapture that feeling of discovering K-dramas. Right. Like like that's a feeling that you're never going to have again is is discovering it for the first time. Um, But I do feel like there are, you know, a couple of dramas, you know, that 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 hit me this year really hard in in that, like, yay, there are still new dramas that are going to make me feel all of the feels like I felt when I watched Crash Landing on You for the first time.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I would say the same um, that. I'm never going to get back. I think the feeling I had when I watched Healer, <laughs> like, I am not a robot. Like, I'm sorry. Those are just, because I think you can't get back those moments too of like early K drama watching. There's just right. something about that. Um, and some, you know, like if I watched Healer now, I don't think I would have had the same reaction, but it's all about timing. Absolutely. Uh, K dramas love to say love is all about timing. Um but overall, uh, I was really happy. I would say with the variety of K dramas I watched this year, uh, I even watched I even watched a seguk. Good for me. Good. Oh for no, you. I watched two. Well, okay. First of all, Tale of the Nine Tailed, nineteen thirty eight, doesn't really no, count. No, it of doesn't. Miserable. But I watched Joseon Attorney, Morality and My Dearest. So I watched two historicals, and that's pretty good for me.
2: I mean. There was, like, there was a lot of history in See You in My 19th Life. There you <laughs> go. I get a little bit of credit there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. So, yeah.
2: No say hooks for me. So
1: I think for me this year was the year I really went in on BL hard. And I feel like it's changed my entire yeah, fucking life. Like, the trajectory of my life. So I would say mm-hmm. this was a great mm-hmm. year for me for BLs. I have gone from win to win to win. Japanese BL has become a real special place for me. And so I like that I've expanded. K drama is still home, but I like that I have like other places to go. And I think that yeah, for sure, BL's really upped their game for me this year. And so Thai BL, KBL, and JBL. Um, C dramas came back for me with you know, Love Between Fairy and Devil. It'd been a while since I'd watched a C drama. Um, we've got lots of recommendations for others. So I feel like in that space, um, that was all great. For K-drama, I would say that I feel like I started the year off strong. I had a bit of a saggy middle, and I feel like I'm re- I felt like I hit fall and I have gotten some good ones again.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I would say I had some saggy times this year. I think, I, you know, life was really getting back into the groove again, and there were definitely times where I felt like, I push K-dramas a little bit to the side, but then they'd come roaring back. So it's like, they never, you know what I mean? I'd like get hooked on one and all of a sudden I'd be like, why am I not doing this, you know, every hour of every day? So, um, all right, let's do kind of some like superlatives, I guess. So, uh, who was your favorite heroine of the year?
2: For me, I think it was, uh, and, and keep in mind, we're talking about what we watched this year not just 2023 drama. So just to Correct. clarify. Because like if I shout something out and you're like, that wasn't in 2023. We're talking about what we watched in 2023. And I don't right. think that you all talk like a teenage boy. I don't know why I did that. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how I talk when I'm imitating my son. Um, uh-huh. Who just got a mullet, by the way. I haven't told you guys that yet. He got a mullet yesterday. Oh, I need to see this. Yeah. Um, I put uh, Mooduck from Alchemy of Souls. She has just been somebody who has nestled into my heart and has not left and I still miss her.
0: Oh, I know. Jung So-min. Uh, yeah. So-min. Sorry. Jung So-min. I said uh Che from my dearest and Duna. From Duna. <laughs> so I'm going to go with for that I'm going to go with a
1: non 2023 heroine. And that is Mijong, uh played by our favorite Kim Ji-wan from My Liberation Notes. Which I watched this year, it is not a 2023 drama, but she was my favorite heroine of this year. You,
0: well, yeah, right that's what we're saying as we
2: don't we're not just talking about
0: 2023 no. dramas,
2: like that's yeah. the whole point.
0: Cuz that's too hard to do. Yeah, no, don't, we're talking about don't what don't we make what us we that. watched
2: and some of them are 2023 dramas, but some are just what we watched this year.
1: And
0: yeah. I'm going to give my honorable
1: mention to Orchid From Love Between Fairy and Devil. Orchid's a good one.
0: I felt like Orchid was an unsung hero. Ugh, yeah. Okay, and so who was our favorite hero of the year? I mean,
2: not to be too on-brand here, but Jungkook from Alchemy of Souls. On-brand! I mean... EJook, I'm sorry. Like he came for me hard this year, and uh, I'm I'm
1: happy for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me it was without a doubt,
0: I Hyun from my dearest. I mean, well deserved. He was great. I said Jong Uk and Moon Supreme. So Jong Uk from Alchabia Souls and Moon Supreme from Love Between Fairy and Devil. Uh so the Patreon question was what's a standout 2023 performance? And twenty-six percent of our uh people who took the the um poll, which was forty-three people, um said Nam Gun Min, which is uh which is Yi Jong Hyun from my dearest. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't really surprise me. Uh second place was a tie between Rowoon from Destined With You. Yes. Ji Chang-ook in The Worst of Evil. And On Ujin, which is Gil Che from My Dearest. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, our I think our uh, listeners really loved My Dearest. So I think my, my Dearest kind of had a lot of... And I think, too, it's like with like award shows... The ones that are like closest to like the end of the year, the awards—that's the ones right. like fresh in your mind, and you're thinking. That's about. how it always is. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask, what's the, what's our favorite kiss of the year?
2: So I am really sad that you guys didn't see this. Um, it is hands down. Speaking of our wound, it is hands down the cotton candy kiss at the end of Destined with You. I don't even know. How to ever look at cotton candy again without getting turned on. <laughs> like, it is the sexiest thing. And it was so unexpected. The the sexiness of this drama in general was unexpected because it was very, very chaste for a long time. And then got very, very sexy. Ooh. And the the very I'm just gonna spoil the end of the drama. Like I've shown you guys pictures of it. And any of you listening, if you don't want to know about the cotton candy kiss at the end of the drama, too bad. Here you go. Um so everything's good. We're all happy. Like we we have our happily ever after. And the the couple is um, they are just walking, you know, under the peach blossoms. It's a beautiful sunny day, and there's a cotton candy vendor. And um, our our hero uh, goes and buys a thing of cotton candy, and um, takes a bite of it. And she's like, "What about me? Like you didn't get me any." And he takes a bite. And she leans up and like bites the cotton candy out of his mouth. Like Frenches it out of his mouth. Frenches it out of his mouth. And Well and, then. Yeah. I mean, I can't yeah, it's it's too much. It's way too much. Like I like so I watched this drama with um BTS Megan and we did a podcast on it and she had finished before me. And I messaged her on Instagram. I was like, just with a picture of the cotton candy, I'm like, what the actual fuck? Like what just <laughs> happened?
1: I am ruined. Um, so good. Yeah. Best kiss ever. Okay. So I decided to leave one of my choices for Megan because I knew it really impacted you, Megan. So I'm gonna leave you to that mm. one because I know that you
0: loved it and I had some other strong is, contenders. Is it oh so is it yeah, the do one you wanna, I what, do you is do it yours? the one I typed in? Sure. Uh, I was very (laughs) impacted. by. In Duna, there is a kiss that might have changed my life. Uh, But uh, Duna kisses the hero. And well, actually, let me preface this. There are a lot of times in Duna, there's no background music. And I loved that choice. So uh, there is a kiss in Duna where Duna kisses the hero. So it's like she takes the, the initiative and he's like very surprised and kind of like uh, leans back and ends up like sitting on the counter. And they pan down and there's like like his one the one toe of his shoe is still touching the ground. And he's like he's also really giving it with this kiss like she is. And there's the slow-mo, there's, like, ice on the counter, and he knocks it off, and there's this, like, slow-mo shot of the ice falling, and all you hear is, like, the crackling of the ice hitting the ground while they're, like, just so, like, it's just the, the world in that moment is just that kiss. More kisses come later that are even better, but there is something about the silence, the ice falling... I cannot stop thinking about it. I think about that kiss all the time. <laughs> I I love it so much. And I remember messaging Leah, like screaming in her DMs about this kiss. It was that good. So I... Thank you for no, letting me have no, that. Welcome. I appreciate it. So I had
1: a kiss that changed the trajectory of my life, but it was not a K-drama. So first, <laughs> I'm just going to say for me, a K-drama that I thought was like, it just hit what a K-drama kiss should be. It embodied everything good about a k-drama kiss and that was king of the land they're cooking sprinklers go off so you've got like the wetness and then it's like he gets her on the counter more traditional and it's like the pouring wetness mm-hmm. John, um oh my god i just spaced jung-ho Lee Jin-ho? Jin-ho, Jin-ho, yeah. No, Lee Jin-ho. Jin-ho, yeah. Lee Jin-ho, okay, sorry. Yeah. So and then you got Lee Jin-ho in like a white business shirt, he, like soaked through and he's got like his lady on the counter. So, I mean, in terms of classic K-drama kisses, I'm going to give it there. The kiss that changed the trajectory and like social, emotional, like center of my heart was from my beautiful man, Eternal, the movie. And it is the couple in a bathtub. And we have, what's funny is the dominant in the relationship is actually not the dominant sexually, which works well in a choice. And we have the hero, like the more confident hero, have a moment of vulnerability, kind of like turn around in a bathtub, switch and like he's looking in a mirror because he can't like, he needs to just be like private. But you can see his reflection, he's looking in like a mirror that like leans down in the bathtub. And then the other guy, like, swims up behind him. It's a pretty big fucking bathtub. (laughs) And kind of, like, goes in with, like, a side, like, very forceful, kind of, like, grabby kiss in the bathtub. And it's... There's just something... Because, it's again, it's quiet and there's, like, the sloshing of water and kind of, like, a sense of urgency. It's hot.
0: Um... I completely agree and I know that scene and it's fantastic and I agree and the best part too is like they pan away and there's just this like there's just this like rubber ducky like floating on the like rock and then the water. rubber ducky gets like <laughs>
1: whooshed out of the tub because <laughs> there's
0: like turbulence in the water uh it's great um okay and why don't we go with it what's our favorite drama that we watched in 2023 so it was, it's a toss up for me, and these these two are dramas that I have said
2: are both like in my top ten, if not my top five. I haven't, I don't, I don't know what my top five is right now, but toss up between Alchemy of Souls and A Time Called You. I was just here for like the tragic, faded mates romances this year. I mean, I always am, but we had some good ones on
1: our list this year. Yeah. All right, I'm giving it the my K drama was Duna all the way i i loved duna and i don't care what anyone says Mm. Fuck it duna was great um my actual favorite my beautiful man hands down my beautiful man ruined this entire year is defined by my beautiful man the jbl it is all i care about truly well you watched it like i think i'm on like my seventh rewatch
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. You watched it repeatedly. And yeah. then
1: I also am gonna shout out Love Between Fairy and Devil, the C drama.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, Leo, what are you watching? She's like, "Oh, uh, my beautiful man. I'm like, I, Again? Just kinda, I mean look, that's the thing. As I just <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. I don't
1: apologize. It was just what happened. I I will still continue to watch it over and over and over.
0: As you say, the it hard ones does. with the hard ones. Um, and I'm gonna say Alchemy of Souls and Love Between Fairy and Devil. I would say Duna is up there, too. The more I think about Duna, the more I like it. Um, I mean, gosh, I watch so much. Like, it is really hard, because there are so many dramas I like, but I would say those are the ones that, like, stick with me. Um, so our poll, uh, My Dearest got first place. Wow. Which, yeah, I'm not surprised about that. Um call it love and twinkling watermelon tied for second uh, which we haven't seen either of well, those, I saw you know, I saw and Twinkling call it, watermelon is I saw on call my it list. love
1: and then I forgot I got to episode six and dropped it and forgot and I have been. Sarah's not happy about that and has basically said, you need to finish <laughs> it. And it, what's worse is when we did our pod together, she's like, well, what about call love? And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know that drama. And she's like, what do you mean you were watching it? And then I had to go back and look and be like, Oh, I was. The thing was, I was really into the opening. It's got a very, very good opening. And then I think what I was just describing, which is my issue, because I didn't get that far. I only got to six. So I didn't even get to the saggy middle. I think mm-hmm. I got into that like saggy discussion part. And kind of just, like, yeah, yeah I was debate. in that, like, debate, and I kind of, like, <laughs> faded out. So I do have to come back and finish that, and I am I
0: am for sure going to watch Twinkling Watermelon. Yeah. Oh, I bet Sarah's so mad at you. <laughs> she just wanted me to know she was, like, the um, Patreon, Leah, really liked it. And I'm like, I will
1: finish it. I will finish it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so, uh, in the poll, um, Sarah also asked, an underrated drama of the year and first place by, by a 23% was call it love. (laughs) (laughs) So the comment was slow burn drama with outstanding acting and a very realistic conflict between the main couple as to why they couldn't easily be together. A good conflict goes a long way. Genuine and understandable characters who make you feel the pain and joy of life and love. And then someone said maybe it was, maybe because it was on Disney Plus or Hulu, or maybe because of the arty pink filter. <laughs> um, or maybe because the slow pace, but I don't think the drama was as watched as it should have been. And But they said it's my top drama of the year. So, yeah. Duna got two votes. Way to go, Duna. Uh, we liked it. And then, okay, what was your favorite couple of the year? Um,
2: <laughs> so, for favorite couple, I've got uh, Jun Yo Bin and Anyo Sup, as all the characters that they played <laughs> in A Time Called You. The, like, five million couples <laughs> Because I'm not, like, I don't want to give any of the drama away, first of all, for those of you who haven't watched it. Just, no matter who they were in the drama, I love them when they were together. Like, they're... Mm-hmm. To me, their chemistry was outstanding, and I, like, I love them so
0: much. I hold them in my heart. Yeah. Um, I would probably say Orchid and Moon mm-hmm. Supreme. That's a good one. Or, um, you know what? I love the couple in Duna. Fight me. Mm-hmm. I just, I did. I haven't watched yet, so, like, I... <laughs> It just hit Megan and I'm I. I'm so were interested. Just, to... Like,
1: it just got Megan
0: and I. I was really hit. And I, I really we are going to do it.
2: Like, it's on our list for, for the pod. So don't worry. I'm going to watch it. Um, I'm just, I'm interested in this sort of, like,
0: dichotomy of reactions mm. to it. You know what? I would say my runner-up couple is from um, Love to Hate You. I freaking love it, which them. is still on my list so, because yeah, I, love to I hate you was so good. I'm in love with tell
1: You, so I keep forgetting oh. that I have to watch that.
2: He's love so
0: good
1: That that might be my runner up mm. favorite couple. I think the do nothing is that you have to really love the new adult vibes, and if you loved new adult, which- yeah, so I think you will like it because yes. yeah, I do too. I if do you too. Find new adult something that would make you impatient or annoyed, then this is not the drama for you.
0: Correct. That's exactly it. So, yeah, if like that, if that, if the decisions that that age group make bug you, <laughs> kind of, or, you know, that like kind of questionable time in your life where you're starting out and you're figuring out who you are and blah, 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 all of that, that's, that's what, that's what Duna's about.
1: Okay, my couple's easy, uh, Gil Che and Lee Jong Hyun from My Dearest. Yeah. And that that's my key drama. Yep. I'm... I've already talked enough about how really this was the year for me of JBL and C-Drama, but um, yeah, for C-Drama, <laughs> hands down, the lead couple from My Dearest, not even a question.
0: Yeah, so the poll, My Dearest won uh, 26%, not surprising, but uh, runner up was King the Land. Main leads. They
1: were they were so ad- that's interesting. Adorable. The chemi- they had great chemistry. I felt like Kingberland sputtered out to me. Um I watched it. I think that, am I the only one that watched it. Yeah, yes. I didn't I watched
0: like three episodes and then okay. I watched one. I really episode.
1: enjoyed it, but it did to me it just like it did sputter out at the end. Whatever. It just ran out of steam. But they were adorable. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's Lee ho Like, I get and it.
1: ho was great. I mean, it was a
0: great... She was fantastic. Yeah. Um. Okay, so second male lead or second female lead, what was your favorite? Or who was your favorite? So I went with a movie on this one.
2: Um. And it's kind of cheating. Maybe not. So I chose both the male leads, Haesung and Arthur, in the movie Past Lives. Um, because I love both of them. I think they're both amazing green flag heroes. Um, but for reasons, neither of them had Nora's whole heart because she was a a divided woman in, in many ways. And I thought it was just so beautifully done. Um, so yeah, so I, I would write an SOS for both of them, except that
0: I just love the movie so much. I wouldn't change a thing. Mm hmm. Um, I put, uh, see you in my 19th life second couple. So oh, both of them. I love them. So they're my good. favorite. Yeah. They're my favorite secondary couple, I think of, of the year. And they're a great secondary couple who get their own
2: H.E.A. So you don't have to like pine for them after the drama's over.
0: Correct. Yeah. And well, I don't know. I, I could also say that my, uh, my, se- my other favorite secondary couple was Erong. And his mermaid from <laughs> Tell the Night Tell of 1938. I still need to finish that. I don't <laughs> Oh
2: my god.
0: I, I don't know if you'd call them like a secondary romance. I don't know, but you know, I'm gonna go with that too, because that that was also really sweet. I loved it a lot. They had some really, really romantic moments. Remember the horseback where did you get to the what <laughs> did you get to the part where they did horseback riding? They just like cause she'd always wanna she always wanted to be able to ride a horse. I don't think I like, did. When she like, when she had legs, and so <laughs> <laughs> he takes her. He just finds this, like, horse, because it's Tillman Isill, 1938, and just does this, like, picnic with her on a horse. Oh, it's freaking great. It's great. Okay. I am going to go with um, – I'm going back
1: to my liberation notes, which, again, isn't 2023, but I watched it this year, and it left a huge impression on me. And that was um, the role played by E Key, um, which is Chong E, which is the brother in my Liberation Notes. And you know what, E Key, Ki, we have not talked about him enough because, um, the, because this is my first life. He was mm-hmm. great in that, but I really just loved him in my Liberation Notes. I felt like it was a complicated role to play and he did it so well. Because in – because this is my first life, it's a pretty flat – like, his personality is meant to be kind of flat and – Oh, but I thought he was great, though. I agree. I think he did it amazing and played it with heart. Yeah. This other role, though, required him to be, like, a very kind of, like, disappointed, restless, yet good humor. Like, he had to give a lot more. And he hit all these different notes really well. And he could have been really obnoxious and unlikable and made you kind of annoyed the whole time. He's just somebody that's kind of had that attitude of, like, I should have been somebody, I should have been a contender. And that personality can get annoying. Um, but you realize by the end of the drama, he's found a purpose. And it just checks out for his character mm. so well. And he just has, like, he just played the whole thing in a way that just never got annoying. And I always felt sympathetic to him.
0: Uh, in the poll, the second leads in See You in My 19th Life uh, and, and Duna, the second lead uh, Chue Ch- Ch- Ira, remember Amazing. I, I almost put <laughs> that Duna? down. She was, she was really great. Uh, so the, they were tied for first place, which is fair. Uh, I actually kind of, like, the main couple in Duna kind of really took over for me. But I did love Chue um, Ira. Ira? um okay and then honorable mention scenes that we can't forget <laughs> from this year okay so i've got a couple
2: mm-hmm. um first it's Kay and sul saying goodbye in bad and crazy in the stairwell of the hotel we'll just call it um trying not to give anything away uh that was a scene Like, I was not expecting Bad and Crazy to make me a sobbing, blubbering mess, and I was. And Mm -hmm. I I love it for it. Um, And yeah, we had June as Kay forever and evermore. Thank you very Mm much. Um, And then the other one is the the very much cliffhanger ending of Alchemy of (laughs) Souls Part 1 which is the rising from the funeral pyre. Yeah. oh,
1: So good. So So yeah, you covered two of mine, which was the end of alchemy and just moon Supreme falling in love in general was just like absolute kryptonite. Amazing. So I'm going to add a shout out to, Mm -hmm. um, back to my dearest with, um, Hyun's sword play. This guy could rock a sword in a way that was just like, he really could do the sword. And I loved it. And also shout out to his shirtless scene where she like walks in when he's like, you know, taking care of his wound and he's shirtless. And, and his confession scene is one of the best confession scenes to me in Korean dramas. And in a nutshell, without a lot of spoilers, it's the confession scene that I think any human would want to get because essentially he recognizes and calls out all of her, like from her shitty parts to her amazing parts, and is essentially like, each of those things is absolutely precious to me. Like, I, it's not that I like tolerate your shittiness, I love you for the fact that you're shitty. Like, and he just sits there and gives like the yeah. full gamut confession to her.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so. Talking about Tale of the Nine-Tailed now has me remembering how much uh, I actually really like that drama. There is a fight on a moving train. And look, I've watched The Worst of Evil, which had tons of action scenes, but I would say the fight on the train. I remember clapping, like clapping and giddily laughing watching that fight on the train. That was good. because It was funny. At the same time... The comedy is A-plus in 1938. It really is. It is so good. Like, honestly, looking... I made a list of the dramas I watched this year, and, like, looking back over it, I was like, I fucking love Tale of the Ninetale 1938. So I would say that the train fight was just... You know how uh, from the original Tale of the Ninetale to, like, the the e brothers like fighting back to back in with that like zombies. forest of zombies yeah. well the train fight was was very very um there's actually several scenes from <sighs> tale of the nineteen nineteen tale of the 19, tale of 1938 well, that I just I do want to call me. out one more that we we would be
1: remiss not to mention because it was a pod favorite the hydrochloric acid in little women
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I Coming totally from forgot. the
2: sprinklers in the
0: greenhouse. In the orchid greenhouse. Yeah. God, we did love that. Um, and then the other one, which um will the my dearest podcast be out before this or after this? Before. Before. I'm a- before? Okay. So I talked about this on that podcast, but the scene from My Dearest where she is uh the heroine Gilche is running on the beach holding um essentially the the crown prince the heir to the joseon throne uh holding his, his baby son uh her running in slow mo from barbarians looking to pierce her with arrows uh because she knows that this is the only way she can save her friends and it was i cried which is like a, it was like a weird scene i think to cry uh but i cried because it was just god it was so good it was just So much, so much courage and the way the actress played that role was incredible. And uh, so let's talk about the favorite podcast that we did this year. So I don't like picking a favorite
2: because it's like choosing between my children because I love everyone that we do. And I don't want to talk about one where Leah was absent because we missed you a lot last week. But I do have to say not even just doing the podcast for A Time Called You, but trying to write a script for A Time Called You and trying to wrap my... I mean, like, Megan and I were exhausted after recording that drama and trying to to puzzle out how the time travel worked. Um, I just... I, I like a good challenge, um, and it just kind of cracked me up, like, how hard it was to talk about that drama. And that one just dropped today, so interested to see like what people think of it um but yeah that 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 stands out to me because it just happened mm-hmm. but like i almost wrote something else but then i saw that the next question was favorite pod moment and so my favorite pod moment is coming with all three of us i mean
1: this sounds bad <laughs> but they kind of just all blur i can't i'm like i can't remember they do <laughs> that's
2: why I'm, that's
0: why i'm mentioning what happened last week you know what i mean because like that's what's freshest in my mind yeah so I think, I think I actually really, really like talking about Black Knight. That was a fun <laughs> podcast. God, we were I just, forgot like, Black Knight remember, remember when we talked about the wheelchair? Like, like, <laughs> that had to, like, just turn, just turn it a little bit to like, you know, foil the bad guy. I, I feel mean, like
2: anytime we crack each other up is like my I favorite know. podcast. You know what I mean? I like, like that's, that does make it fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that was my favorite. I, I'm I'm agnostic. I literally you could I can't even I just I was like, did we podcast this year? I can't remember a single podcast we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I know I was looking back through, I was like, Oh yeah, we really did every week. Look at look at us. Um okay, so yeah, do we have a favorite pod moment of the year, which I think Leah and I or I'm sorry, Amy and I feel the same.
2: Yeah, I mean I like hats off to our Patreon. For giving us, you know, content For our uncensoreds, but really Like Slow, slow clap to our patron Emma for giving us Kim Finn, because Kim Finn is The gift that keeps on giving Kim I, Finn kind of Kim Fin I think, kind of goes hand in hand with the The sperm I, was just gonna say, I
1: take it all from... back, Sperm Backpack was my favorite
2: Yeah, Sperm podcast. Backpack Is the best, yeah, I am going Sperm Backpack is probably the best so podcast that, we did That
1: was Alchemy of Souls as far
2: Alchemy of Souls, the sperm backpack. First, Alchemy yeah, Alchemy
1: of Souls, right?
2: Yes, because yeah, we were talking because we were. T- so I have a friend who's watching Alchemy right now, and so I brought that up to her, and she was dying, like because w- the question still remains: Is the soul of an unborn child in the body or in like the soul of the person who's procreating? Where Where does that soul come from, and does it travel in the
0: backpack of the sperm? <laughs> from i don't
1: even know were we on drugs like i don't even understand what happened there i
0: know i don't know but that you're right soul backpack and kim finn were my favorite pod moments of this year although i mean we've had a lot but those kim finn is when i i (laughs) keep myself laughing so like because i pulling the harpoon pulling the harpoon out do you i'm I like I listened I made a Instagram reel of that moment and I'm literally like I'm like help, help!" I'm like <laughs> dying I am I am laughing so hard so um, yeah I would say those were I mean there's so many I mean I like laughing obviously this is we do yeah. this for fun. Um and even when we criticize a drama, we're not like mad about it. Like we're just you know we sometimes just have a good no time. sometimes yeah. I'm mad
2: about it. I well er- okay. I already, what I already forgot the name of the drama that we hated, Leah, about the the reality dating show. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh, what was that called? I didn't. I can't remember. I can't even.
1: I, 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 <laughs> I'll say if you're looking, I'll say one of my favorite moments because. It, Sorry, it was in my memory, was um, when I learned the breaking news that Hyun and Jisoo were dating, and I, you thought was I was so funny
0: to death. <laughs> we did. We like thought we were having a heart attack. you <laughs> oh, are we like, oh my oh. god, someone call someone. <laughs> Leah needs a welfare check. <laughs> and then the paramedics show up and it's just you in front of the computer staring at pictures of Anvo Yun and gone Jisoo. Too
1: soon. No, I don't even know. Maybe it was just for Love is for suckers. Oh my God. Love is for suckers. Fuck that drama. Yep. I yeah, know. I I'm sorry. I couldn't
2: that. even like I couldn't even remember I couldn't even remember like Tracy once name I had to look up she was pretty because I knew he was and ugh. she was pretty. <laughs> yeah, I just that I can <laughs> that's what happens when a drama's
1: not good, Look, we forget and somebody what somebody could called. be sitting here listening, really, like, I mean, that like, was my favorite drama of the year. So, I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry. And I'm, I'm sorry if it was. We, like, we did a podcast on it because we watched it. And as we talked about it, we just realized how much we did not like it. But it's okay if you did, nope. but we
1: didn't. <laughs> not one bit.
0: Um. Yeah. Well, so, we have some um manifestations from uh, the poll which i think is kind of cool we love manifesting yeah so i wanted to read a couple of the manifesting that uh our listeners are doing for 2024 so first one i see is which i totally agree with give me something epic like love between fairy and devil or alchemy of souls i want to be swept away Mm -hmm. like amen yep and the thing is with 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 dramas like that though, I need them to be like spaced apart. Like I can't watch dramas like that back to back, but like I like that though. Like I like watching like other things in between, but then knowing that there's some like epic love story like waiting for me in this like grandiose drama. And that will consume me. That will consume me. Because I was consumed by both of those. Same. Uh yeah, so I completely I completely agree with that. Um ensemble drama with wit and warmth in a niche industry I don't know much about. And then they put shipping in, a, in parentheses. Do they mean like... Like shipping industry? Like boating? Wait. Can, can, can you repeat that? I mean, uh, yeah. Ensemble drama with wit and warmth in a niche industry I don't know much uh. about. And then they put shipping in parentheses yeah. with a side of romance. Like, do they mean Boating? I think she means like the boating industry which yeah, you know what? That would be cool.
1: Say while we're on the topic of boats,
0: we mentioned Singles Inferno.
1: I am manifesting a fucking Coast Guard drama stat. Oh
0: my god, there is a contestant on Singles Inferno. I am sorry, he's in the Coast Guard. I'm not telling you who it, who he is. So <laughs> like, you know how when they introduce a character, they do this like package of like b-roll of like them doing their job yep 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 the slow-mo footage i was barking at the
1: television
0: oh my god wearing his His black wetsuit marching his black wetsuit marching out ready to save some dumbass in the ocean i was like hell yes oh my god it was so good it was so it was straight out of a drama.
2: I feel like I would want that to be, like, to the soundtrack, to the, like, playing behind it. I want there, it to be I'm Just Ken <laughs> from Barbie.
0: <laughs> um, uh, let me see. Ooh, someone said they want a good proper space sci-fi With an ensemble cast with a little touch of romance and horror. So, Silent C, but better. So,
2: so not Silent
0: C. (laughs) So, not Silent C, but better. I mean, I would love to see, like, a good, like, Silent C, but,
2: yeah, it's gotta be... Isn't Eamon Ho coming out in a space
0: drama? I feel like he is. Um, I feel like he is. I'm gonna look this up. Okay. In the meantime, someone wrote, more zombies and horror. Hell Yeah! More zombies. Yeah. Well, are we getting uh, all of us are dead too? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Sometime. I think so. Yeah. Um, when when the stars gossip. Also, okay. ask the the literal title is "Ask the Stars." That's better. Set in set in a space station and on Earth, a romance takes place between a Korean obgyn. Gong Ryong, played by Lee Min-ho, and Korean-American astronaut Eve Kim, played by Kang Hyo-jin. He's an OBGYN.
0: Give okay. me a checkup, let, buddy. Let, yeah, let's <laughs> let's see how that goes. Um. Okay, I like this. A few things. To see Udo Wan play a lead in a romance, yes. For Ji Chang-ook to keep making good dramas, and for the Nunas to watch Hidden Love so I can be a guest on the podcast. The hype on this drama has died down. But not for me. I'm on my fourth rewatch already.
2: Yeah, Tanya Tanya was telling me a lot about Hidden Love. Like she like that was her comfort drama this summer that she was just rewatching. Um Tanya from uh Afternoon Ar- After Afternoon Army. I can't talk tonight. Um and
0: that's a C drama. That's a, a C drama, just a contemporary romance, mm-hmm. correct? I believe. I think so, yeah. yeah. So someone says a well written drama starring EJ Ook that would be great just that that's, all, that's, all there. <laughs> that's it that okay
2: that's
0: it. end of the manifestation right there okay i'll take it yeah. i'll take yeah. it um another one said a vampire drama but a dark angsty twist yes one. please yeah please. because they had they had one but it was like i think it was like it was really humorous yeah no i don't want a humorous t- vampire i want to i want to angsty vampire faux show. Sure. yeah this is I want something warm and fuzzy, funny, and ensemble like hospital playlists. Less violence, more laughing. I respect that. Um Oh, here it is. Park Soham of Semantic Error ends his military service on December yeah. 9th. So I'm so he's already out. Uh, he's been he has been doing I some stuff that on was social Becky. media. Becky was so I'm really hoping he gets to get up. Yeah, I, I'm hoping he gets many roles and praying for a semantic error second season. And then someone said a Gong Gongyu rom com, complete like a Gong Gongyu something, please,
2: yeah. Uh, oh, a body good bodyguard yes. drama. Thank yes. you. So we have that kind of going on with uh, my demon. Okay. I'd
0: like. A, I don't. Yeah, I don't want a I want normal like, one. I
1: want a regular human one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I really do. I I do. My demon does have it on, but that's not. It's not fulfilling my bodyguard. I gotcha. I gotcha. Itch. You know what I mean. Yep. Ooh, I would love a one night stand meets forced proximity, a la fated to love you, or kind of because this is my first life. I would love that. Ah, oh, KBLs with runtimes longer than twenty minutes. <laughs> you and me both. Um. Oh, yeah. Dramas with Gong Yu, Park Bo-Gub, and Choi Woo-Shik. What happened to them? Uh, I know many are filming side movies or projects, but can we get a serious drama? Yeah, Woo-Shik. Mm. I miss him. Yeah. Oh, here's dramas that earn their 16-episode length. Yes. Um, A spicier drama. Oh, then someone said, no murder or deaths in my rom-coms. I don't know why this is so <laughs> hard. <laughs> um, I didn't read all of them because it it would it, it's a lot. Uh, but I appreciate everyone who um, participated, and also thank you to Sarah for setting up. Yeah, she did all that of was that. amazing, Sarah, and it was really so. great. She sent us like this whole spreadsheet with a summary. It was like so organized. I think Amy appreciated it probably the most.
2: I mean, so easy to read, just tab by tab with like everything ranked. Yeah. I mean, it
0: was beautiful. So thank you, Sarah. Uh, we'll probably have to we'll probably do another one next year. Uh, get even a larger sample size, but that was mm-hmm. really that was fun. It's fun to reminisce and look back on what we watched. Like I made a list, and I was like, "Wow, I really watched like a shit ton." <laughs> One drama we haven't talked about
1: that I know has gotten a lot of love as well, and I'm kind of interested because I think it's look. And the other thing is that Amy, I know you're really busy, but it just felt like it was such an Amy drama was moving.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, so I I started it, but then I got sidetracked because of stuff for the pod but yeah I do want to watch moving um me too. the only the only hindrance for me is that it's supposed to be pretty mm-hmm. violent so maybe I can get my son to watch it with me in which case that would give me extra time to watch it because like whenever my son and I are alone we watch something together and all the shows that he and I have just been watching on our own like we watch we watch a lot of Amazon Prime like action stuff like Reacher and Jack Ryan
0: and stuff like oh, that yeah my husband Ooh. loves Reacher it's good it's yeah. good. The actor who plays Reacher is um, pretty awesome. And did you see him in real life? He's like a golden retriever. And and he's ginormous. Ginormous. He's ginormous. massive.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so because I got I got him to watch uh All of Us Are Dead With Me. So it it it'll be maybe I'll be able to sell it to him with the uh, the whole like action superhero type stuff. Superpowers, I should say.
0: Yeah, I do want to watch that. It's on my list for sure. Uh, right now, I'm kind of all about my demon. Uh, welcome to Sam Ree and Singles Inferno. Like, I'm sorry. Singles Inferno is going to have me in a chokehold mm-hmm. until it's over. Yeah, like, I'm all in on my demon right now. Like, I I'm I love really in. En- yeah, like I'm really enjoying it. For both of us, it's our first song, Kong, and, and we get it. I get it now, yeah. guys. I said it on a recent podcast how I didn't get him, and now I get it. Like, mm-hmm. he's very, very good. And overall, the tone of my demon is just fitting what I kind of want for the holiday season. Like, like right now, I don't really want... <sighs> I don't. I don't really want to cry right now. So like, just give me something that's. I like, I feel like there's gonna be some emotion sex. though. Like, there's no. I know, but it's funny and yeah, it's like, it is. It, and the humor feels. But you know they good. can they can
2: do it all, so you never
0: know they can what's do it all. Hit you, true. Um, but, but it yeah. feels like what I want right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I'm happy with it. Um, I need to get back to Welcome to Sam Dalry. I'm like a few episodes behind, but because I do think that one's gonna be, um, an emotional overload. Which I'm yeah okay. and i
2: i've watched the first one of that so i gotta then my demon
0: like yeah i it's hard for me to double dip but i'm gonna try i know so yeah um anything else you want to add about uh the year i guess just thank you again for yeah giving us another year us. yeah thank you i mean i mean we're gonna keep doing this because
2: i mean we yeah we like... would do it if nobody was listening but the Ooh. amount of you that are listening like just like just for an example like this actually like tickled me like we had like a slight hiccup with our scheduling of our podcast um like a week ago and it didn't drop at the time it was supposed to and people were telling like, us
0: they were but let's say i put i no, no, know no. i wasn't i wasn't gonna no, call anybody out but i did i thought it was i scheduled it i always schedule it for 6 a.m and of course i put i didn't change it's p.m <laughs> Like, what but i'm but, actually surprised i haven't done
2: that but i before. wasn't gonna call you out because i i, know, I but it's funny i Scott, i remember when we were when we were um posting the early afternoon asks and i posted it without uploading the audio file so it happens you know mm-hmm. but like no what what really like warmed my heart is that there were people who were waiting for our episode to drop and it wasn't there and
0: they were sad and And they were like where is it we're like oh my gosh so sorry so sorry but like we
2: love that you're out there like waiting to listen to us do this yeah yeah it's
0: because it's lovely thank you we love it and so yeah we uh hope you are manifesting good things for 2024 and we'll be with you that year too so just give me a bodyguard idol romance, everybody. <laughs> right, let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Oh, manifest! Leah, talk about
2: talk about what you were what you are manifesting for our first um, BTS member who's coming back.
1: This is true. So, okay, BTS, the Put final out four there. members, and uh, who had not enlisted enlisted this week. I'm not going to get into that. It's been very painful for me. Um, But 2024 is going to see the return of two members. The first member coming back is Amy's bias and sex on a stick. Truly (laughs) Um,
2: worldwide Worldwide handsome.
1: Suchin is coming back and, you know, he's got some time to kill. He's got a whole year until the gang's all back. And I know he's going to put out an album. I know he's going to do his thing. He went to school to be an actor You've got time to kill. I want to see him in a drama. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Let's do it. Put
2: this. Put this man in a drama. Post yeah. mili- military Kim Suck Jin in, have a job, like in a drama. To be like the main character, Please, I get it. it. But
1: like, he needs to be in it with his post military. I mean, he already holds up the world with his shoulders. Put him in. <laughs> God, he's got a good mouth. Yep, I agree. Oof. Yep. Sweet I will manifest that with I you. Eat. I want to see that
2: too. <laughs> I just want to put that kahi on his Oh my god, it's, they're
1: so bulbous. Plump. <laughs> bulbous.
0: Bulbous. Oh god. Uh, okay, everyone. Well, thank you for joining us, like I said. Um, hope you have an amazing uh, new year. And yeah, we'll see you in 2024. See you next year. A See you next
2: year. year. <laughs> Annyeong. <laughs> Annyeong. Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A F T E R N O O N A D E L I G H T.